What's up, world? What's up, internet? What's up, Twitter machine? It's your girl, Valentina Loca, coming to you from the 505 in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I gotta tell you, fam, I'm real excited. It's lit because your girl is coming to rise July 7th in Berwyn, Illinois. Let me tell you, you ain't ready for the fire. You ain't ready for the fire that I bring because day one, I've been rocking with the best. I wear the chain of the man on my chest. And you can bet on me any day of the week without a doubt, because I'm here to give all y'all a shout out. Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're back with another special edition of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now. It's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but ultimately it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like... Hello, hello, hello. It's a special Friday episode of the Big O Belt Podcast. I'm your host, Two Chains, and I am joined by my fellow co-host, Dr. M. How you doing today, brother? Doing pretty good, man. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for taking a little bit of time out of your busy schedule down in the hot Atlanta to join us. But, you know, it's got to be for a special reason, a special occasion. And we have no no other repping the 505 Mrs. Valentina Loca, how you doing today? What's going on, fellas? You know, it's the girl putting it down, doing the thing. I'm good. I'm living life. Can't <laughs> complain. <laughs> yeah. I can't even lie. Like, you know, uh, upon reaching out for people for interviews and stuff like that, I definitely get like very excited. And then, um, you know, once we're able to um, pretty much book that we're gonna that we're gonna do the show, you know, that's another level of excitement. Then you know, you do your research and. Once I was like, you know, doing my research today and I reached back out to you because I was like, holy crap. Like, I didn't realize how much more fun this is going to be than I originally thought. Like, <laughs> like your your energy and just who you are, you can tell this is so genuine and so passionate about everything you do. So I just was just like, yeah, this is not going to be like just a regular like, oh, you know, who's how'd you get started? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is going to fall out, like break out to just a regular conversation after a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I try because, you know, always talking about that mad fire and always about using those fire emojis, blasting <laughs> off here, there, everywhere. But no, like I try to be 100, keep it 100 all day, every day, because when I say bless up, you know, it ain't just a cute little hashtag, a cute little catchphrase. You know, it's a real <laughs> heartfelt mentality that, you know, we all going to make it. We all going to be blessed. That's how that's we do. Right. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. So um, originally I reached out to you because um, I knew that you were announced for the Make It Town Classic, which is um, the, um, a show that the Big O Belt will be uh, sponsoring and uh, helping promote down the line. And I knew you was you had to withdraw because of um, unforeseen circumstances. So um, uh, that's unfortunate. I won't be able to see you there, but um, um, nonetheless, uh, it definitely was great to still be able to do this interview still and um, talk about other things that you got going on coming up forward. So, 
Oh, yeah, well, definitely. Uh, even though I'm not able to make the Making Tans Classic, because, you know, in this wild wrestling world of ours, as they say, the cliche phrase is like, anything can happen in wrestling, and that's definitely the case here. So uh, while I was, like, super grateful, super pumped to be a part of such a great opportunity to be work with girls who are much more experienced, much more, uh, even, like, better than I am when it comes to the wrestling game, because I'm super new. I'm not even a year in yet, so to get an opportunity like that to work with girls like Priscilla Kelly, who's the Shine Nova champion, Jordan Grace, who's doing great things with Beyond Wrestling, it was super stoked, but, you know, things happen, so I'm definitely excited to see what goes on. I'll still be keeping my eye out on that Making Towns Classic, but, uh, yeah, over here in Iowa land, I am currently living in Davenport, Iowa. I came over here from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and, uh, yeah, I got a show this Saturday. Uh, I'm kind of engaged in this little blood feud, this little beef with uh, <laughs> a little punk named Rain Victoria. She's been getting a few up on me these last few months, you know, using those sneaky ways. And, you know, from the hood, from the streets, we don't appreciate that. I get down and I get down heavy. So when she tries to come at me with this fake stuff, <laughs> I ain't about it. We got to make something happen here. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be giving a little bit of a wrestle with her tomorrow evening at SCW Pro in Dubuque, Iowa. So that'll be fun. And then uh, let's see, what else do I have going on? I believe that um, at the end of this month, I will be traveling down to New Orleans to see what's going on there. I don't have anything like uh, specific going on right now, but I'm hoping to, you know, hang around, see what's going on. Cause you know, everyone else can use a little mad fire. I do say so myself. So, <laughs> Oh, so I told you, man, you bring that energy. <laughs> you know, you I don't know. know. I, I like always get super like confuzzled as to why people invite me on these interviews because I just talk so much and I'm like, no one wants to hear me ramble about what's going on. So I still appreciate you guys for having me on because I feel like I talk too much all the time. Bless the guys that live with me. Bless you guys. <laughs> no, but we do. That's what we, we want. You. <laughs> Were you about to say something, Dad? Yeah, no, feel free to to talk as much as you want. That's what this time is. Uh, one thing I don't mind. I know that uh, you're currently in the Davenport area, as you said, as you said before. But New Mexico is the original spot, right? Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? You're a little cutting off on me a little bit. I I, I picked it up at the end. He did oh, say that you're in the Davenport area, and um, but New Mexico, New Mexico is your is your original home. Yes, sir. That is correct. Born and raised in the land of enchantment, Breaking Bad area. You know, Walter White is my homeboy. All the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there um, is there like a, a pretty big indie scene in the New Mexico area? You know, we're learning a lot about. Iowa with, uh, you know, Seth Rollins' crew um, starting up there in his school there. And, of course, um, us being from the DMV area, we know about a lot of the uh, promotions there. Can you tell us about what's happening in New Mexico that you know about? Um, there actually surprisingly isn't a whole lot going on in New Mexico right now. There is one current consistent promotion that I actually worked for, uh, two weeks ago. They are called Destiny Wrestling Organization. They're run out of Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had the chance to wrestle in my hometown for the first time two weeks ago. So that was a really great opportunity. And, um, there, I believe there is another company, uh, but I believe they run mainly in El Paso. So like, while it's not quite New Mexico, mm -hmm. it's bordering on, on New Mexico. So, um, actually this is going to sound super hokey, super cheesy, super 
sob story almost but um when i came out to iowa to train with seth rollins and merrick brave i remember making it like my exact mission to put new mexico in terms of wrestling on the map just because i love my state so much i love representing it and i feel like wrestling down there can definitely get a boom just like wrestling in the midwest or wrestling in the east coast so i'm doing my best to help out get some recognition in that area because we got some really great talents and i think Mm. you know it's about time we show people what the 505 is all about and, and you know, before we talk about the Black and Brave, that's that, that's exactly what's going to be my next question. What does it mean to be or to come from the five hundred five? What does that mean? Oh, you know, five hundred five. It's not just like an area code or a place where you're from, but I feel like people from Albuquerque, you know, they get their hands dirty, they work hard, and especially like in the smaller town, because there's Albuquerque, but then there's some smaller towns above. So I came from like a smaller town of 200 people. And it's one of those towns where you go to high school, you get married, you have kids and you stay there. So I wanted to be the exception. I wanted to be the one person to be like, hey, you can go out, you can make something of yourself. There's more to life than, you know, just your farms and your breaking beds and all that good <laughs> stuff. So <laughs> I definitely just want to be an example and inspiration to people. That's all the mentality that I have going into that mentality. You, you mean that five ten, but the but with the five. Oh, excuse me, four ten, but with the five ten mentality. Is that what oh, you speak you, of? You know it. You know it. <laughs> that's a big thing. That um, especially like during wrestling training, I've always <laughs> been wanting to do this big moves, clotheslining people. You know, lifting people up for body slams. So I always have this mentality that I'm a lot bigger than I am. But it's like, oh, but you only four ten, boo. What you doing? So <laughs> <laughs> the opposite, I guess, of uh, little person syndrome. I definitely want to be bigger than life, want to do all these crazy things. But then it's like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I shouldn't body slam people. Maybe that'll be best for you and for me. (laughs) (laughs) So you did make your way out to Davenport, Iowa. Now, considering that commute and that trajectory, you have passed a lot of other schools. I mean, there was um, just tons and tons down in the Texas area, or you can even cross the border because um, the independent wrestling scene um, in Mexico itself is is really big. So what made you end up out in Davenport, Iowa? What, what was the mental? What was what was the decision making? I mean, arguably, you know, you're starting your career. You, you're, you're investing in yourself. This is like college selection day. How come Black and Brave was on the radar? Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, you're completely right in talking about investing in yourself, because that's exactly what I did. Uh, being only 4'10", going back into that for a second, um, I never really thought that I could like do the wrestling thing, you know. Um, I'll give the whole cliche answer of, like, I loved wrestling ever since I was a nine-year-old girl. I always wanted <laughs> to do it. And that's the, well, while that's the truth, you know, when you're only, like, 4'10", 100 pounds soaking wet, it's almost intimidating, kind of being like, how can I be with those larger-than-life people, those big girls, big guys, how can I hang with those people? And uh, it took a whole lot of encouragement and a lot of just surrounding myself with the good people to be like, hey, you know, you can do whatever you set your mind to. So it took that almost light bulb moment for me to be like, you know what, I can. And you only have one life and you only have one chance to, you know, make this life what you will. So I knew that if I wanted to invest in myself and I wanted to make wrestling as serious as a go, as it could be, I wanted to learn from the best, definitely. And, you know, uh, Seth Rollins is killing it right now on Raw, going into WrestleMania, having those 60-man matches. And 
just being able to learn not only wrestling moves, but psychology, the wrestling world, it's still just mind-blowing to me and just the most humbling experience in the world just to be able to be under that learning tree and to say that, hey, you know, this guy's giving me some stuff in my arsenal, giving me stuff that I can give back to the world. So humbling is definitely the biggest word that comes to mind. Bless up. All day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, of course, you know, being at Black and Brave, I'm, I'm sure, uh, as you said, you're getting tons of, of advice from, from Seth and Merrick Brave. Um, what else has the experience been like, though? Has, have there been days that are ruling for you? Has it been pretty overall smooth sailing? Oh, man, brother, I couldn't even tell you the days where I've been beaten up and definitely you have your days where mentally it's exhausting but I think when you're around people who are not only super knowledgeable but super supportive like both Seth Merrick and our assistant trainer he goes by crotch they're all just the biggest it's like a family you know what I'm saying like because it's one thing to be like okay here you go here's how to wrestle go on to the world see you later bye but here it's just this entire family of community not just from the trainers but from fellow graduates and people who are also going to this school we all lift each other up and keep each other in check and be like hey what if you try something this way or why don't you try something this way or even like let's say if you're having a bad day and you're thinking oh like, i don't know if i can do this or ah, i just don't think i'm good at this you know we're all there to build each other up mm -hmm. and to be like hey you can do this and you're awesome and go out there and be awesome. So that's something that I, I'm also absolutely grateful for. Not only the knowledge, because knowledge is definitely important, but also to have that support is so important. So, so, you know, taking into consideration things you said tonight already and um, things I've also heard you say on, on um, in other interviews. I mean, your life has basically been about defying the odds. I mean, you talked about your height. Um, and your way of, you know, being a being a, a smaller person, you talked about um, in other interviews how you have no athletic background. Um, you've also talked about uh, your family even at times saying that, you know, they didn't take you serious in, in regards to you wanting to carry out your dreams and, um, and your dreams of wrestling, that is, and, um, and other challenges. Does that all is that all the more the mental that you you take? you took going into signing up for this school considering that there's not many other women graduates from this school and they have a reputation of like, you know, have not having a high retention retention rate because people just can't, can't, you know, compete. It's just, it's a really challenging school. Um, uh, the, the CrossFit, no, no wonder why it's called the CrossFit Jesus, but, um, the CrossFit can be very challenging for people and be and um and and really hard for people to overcome considering and and people just not being able to finish. Do you think this was just all the more reason why you picked the school and just another strike to prove to yourself that you can do this and you want to do this? Oh, definitely without a doubt. Um, I know in other interviews and stuff like that, I mentioned uh not only being like super small and super unathletic because I never played a sport a day in my life. In fact, uh, a funny story is. Uh, Seth asked me one of the times during training if I'd ever thrown a baseball and I was like uh, I think I have like once or twice and he was like what you've only thrown a baseball once in your life and I was like ah but um, not only that but uh, growing up I uh, came from like a super low poverty background you know food stamps getting by check to check so 
when I talk about the struggle, when I talk about the hustle, you know, it's not just gimmick for me. It's not just something to spit out for catchphrase to get a few cheers here and there. You know, it's something that I've lived through my entire life. And uh, a good mentality also, but going back to that word that I like to have is I love proving people wrong. I love making people eat their words. And uh, as I like to say, you know, proving people wrong is the business that I'm in and business is going good. So uh, going into the school, definitely, it was something that, I wanted to prove to myself and I wanted to prove back home to be like, you know what, you say that I can't do it or you say that it's funny or, you know, I even got the little laugh like, what are you doing? Like, are you going to wrestling school? Because at the time, too, I was going to college for uh, a bachelor's degree in communication and that was going to be the, the big moneymaker that my mom wanted me to have because considering we didn't have a lot of money growing up, she wanted me to have a really good job and wanted me to be, you know, the executive desk job, golden goose kind of child. But that just wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't me. That's not my gimmick. So definitely uh, having that competitive edge, having that drive to succeed and wanting to prove people wrong and make them eat their words basically is all this entire culmination of why I'm here and how I'm sitting here talking to you guys. So that's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> that's pretty damn awesome. Well, uh, your your toughness definitely comes through. Uh, I was looking at uh, one of your uh, videos. I think it was from Shine. Um, I forget when it was posted, but it's on YouTube now. And you, you may be 4'10", but I, I have to admit, I was a little intimidated <laughs> looking at your... Uh, yeah, brother, I think um, it might have been for Shimmer, correct? Because I haven't worked for Shine yet, but I have done some might things for Shimmer. Okay. Yeah. Might have been for Shimmer. Yeah. Um, but kind of building off of that, I know that you're still, as you said, relatively new in the in the wrestling world. But uh, and I know you had beef with uh, Rain Victoria that you're trying to settle tomorrow night. But have you had, um, or would you be able to say who your favorite opponent has been so far? Oh gosh, I've only had I want to say less than. Oh, gosh, I couldn't even tell you how many matches I've had now. But uh, a match that I had just recently that I really enjoyed, and she's actually in the Making Towns Classic. Um, I had a match with Lenny Luck for mm. Kaju Attack Wrestling in Chicago a few months ago, and I thought that was super fun. Um, I got to be super mean because, you know, she was the super cute blonde hair party <laughs> unicorn, and I got to be, you know, the almost Uso-esque badass that was like, hey, I'm going to rain down on your party. What's up? What's good? Let's get it popping. And so working with her was super fun, and, uh, definitely in the future, I'd love to work with her some more. And she's somebody who I'm possibly going to keep my eye on for the Making Towns Classic because I know she can do some things. I've been in the ring with her and Party Unicorn don't play. So, <laughs> Yeah, Lainey Luck, the Snapchat queen. Um, she uh, actually, a year to tomorrow, she made her debut at Neville Pro Wrestling, who is um, the promotion we frequently uh, promote for and sponsor with. Um, she appeared at the trial show and then has been coming back since then. She's been very, very impressive uh, being able to see her grow over the years. So um, um, from the uh, promote, excuse me, from the promos you guys have been cutting with each other, I've automatically been invested because um, uh, she's been a favorite of mine and, um, and, and, and um, being able to do research on you, you're growing on me instantly. I mean, it's just straight... <laughs> genuine it's 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 easy to appreciate someone when you can tell like i legitimately like know that person is who they are and i mean the the, the obviously the keys the cliche to this is like why so many people like the new day in wwe because you can tell they're genuinely who they are that's why it works yeah so. definitely and it's funny it's funny that you say that because um 
uh, I live in a house with a bunch of other black and brown graduates. And so before I went to do this podcast with y'all, they asked me, he was like, so uh, one of them was asking, are you going to do this interview in kayfabe? Or are you going to do it in gimmick? And I'm like, brother, what gimmick? What's happening? It's just me turned up to 11. It's just me right. being more obnoxious than I already am. Right. Right. So, um, like, I appreciate, I appreciate definitely, like, a good character in wrestling. But for me, as you said, I find my truest form in just being the most genuine with people. And that's how yeah. I connect with people is just being mean, putting that up for the world, and hopefully people like it. Or if I'm being mean that day, maybe you don't like it. <laughs> and I know you've worked, you worked matches in the past with uh, other people that I'm accustomed to, such as Angelus Lane and Brittany Blake and um, Samantha Heights. So uh, you definitely, for your only being a year in, has definitely worked with some big names who are actually making their rise in the indie scenes right now. So you're within great company. And then the pedigree of what school you graduated from, the promotions you've already worked with as, as far as Rise, Shimmer, uh, ICW, and um, Freelance Underground. I mean, you're, you're, you're definitely making your way um, up through the, in, the independent scenes instantly with a, with a great impression. I mean, honestly, when we um, promoted the fact that we was going to have you on the show, people were, uh, you know, my friends who have my number text me and people who um, didn't know me was DMing and stuff like that. So there's a draw there and i think a lot of people can just see the um your passion uh that you contain so yeah i appreciate it definitely because you know i'm just trying to live out this dream of mine if people want to come along for the journey you know y'all are more than welcome to we all gonna make it (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) go ahead so um oh yeah go ahead so, um, you know, as you mentioned before, you uh, have a big match, matchups tomorrow night in Dubuque, SCW. Um, let's say someone is uh, going to a show, seeing you compete for the first time. What can they expect featuring Valentina Loca? Oh, brother, the stuff you can expect from Valentina Loca is, you know, intensity, fire, desire, everything in between. I personally, like to catch my opponents off guard because I can guarantee almost 99.999% of the time when they come into the ring with me, whether they've wrestled me or not, they're going to underestimate me. They're going to think, oh, you know, short little cute brown eyes coming, trying to be cute, trying to scrap with me. Yeah, I'll be like, no, boo, I got you. So, you know, I got some got some killer kicks, got some killer submissions. In fact, uh, my finishing move, is called the 217, which is police code for assault with intent to murder. And it's a variation of the octopus hold that AJ Lee does, um, or that she used to do, rather. Only uh, the difference is I like to yank their arm back and I like to squeeze their head with my legs and cut off all that circulation. We don't play around (laughs) here on these streets. So, (laughs) yeah, definitely come and have a good time, whether I'm at SCW, which is my home promotion, which is uh, ran by Merrick Brave. It's super awesome. No bias. Uh, we run mainly out of the Quad Cities. But, you know, I'm always around, always trying to make my way. And I know uh, I worked a show with uh, both Lainey Luck and Hudson Envy, who are both in the Making Task Classic, back down in Dallas uh, at the end of last year. So, you know, distance ain't no thing. If people want you, girl, I'll be there. Rain, shine, make it happen. We'd love to see you make that trip over to the East Coast for a Nova Pro event. 
would definitely love that. I'm just saying, no bias, but yeah. just saying. <laughs> that would be super great. In fact, um, one of our Black and Gray graduates is actually going to go down for the next Nova Pro tryout show, so I'm super pumped for him. He is uh, the Hawkeye, Steve Manders. Chatter. I was going to say, you, you plugged that guy. I'll, I'll see him tomorrow. I did. I did. So definitely, you guys are going to be in for a trick when you see him, too, because he's a big dude. He's a hoss. So. And what's his name again? Steve Manders. Steve, Steve Manders. Okay, I, I definitely will um, approach him tomorrow. Um, so the trial show, just for anyone who's um, maybe not familiar with, uh, with Nova Pro, the trial show is basically an open invitation for anybody who's able to obtain a VA license, um, and also, and obviously, just have to um, shoot an email to uh, the, the boy Mike King. And this is an opportunity for for someone to become a regular on Nova Pro's roster. So you know. They held it last year. Turnaround success was really good. So all you have to do is just come bring it, make an impression on the crowd, and then you're 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 there. You're on the team, and um, it's a great promotion and a great way to get your name recognized on the um, East Coast as uh, the DMV area, which is the Washington D.C. metropolitan area, Maryland, uh, uh, Maryland D.C. Virginia area. Good way to get your name brought up on that on the on the East Coast. So um, it's going to be exciting tomorrow. So. The Black and Brave again. I, I want I, I want to hear from you. Why do you think that there has been just maybe just a few number of uh, female um, graduates coming from this school, and what does it mean uh, to be in that in that company of the few? Honestly, uh, going to to the few, uh, I would say that it's honestly just not only a big honor, but it's something like a cape that I wear on my chest because right now, currently, I'm the only active. Uh, female graduate from the Black and the Brave because uh, we have two, I believe, that are on injury. Uh, one of them, Violet Parker, she was the very first female graduate of the Black and the Brave, and she sustained a really nasty shoulder injury, so we're hoping and sending all that good vibes for her to come back soon. And then uh, last class, actually, last graduating class, we had a girl who tore her ACL and her meniscus, which is unfortunate, but, you know, wrestling it happens. So I feel like things like that you can't really avoid, especially when we're doing such high impact stuff. So that's super unfortunate. But she's looking to make her return. I believe I talked to her and she said she was going to make her debut hopefully in June of this year. So that'll be good. And I'll have some people to work around with. And then we have uh, one other girl, I believe, who graduated last class as well. But she's from Australia. So she's working on getting her visa to come back over here. So I feel like uh, circumstances that just are beyond people's control. It's mm -hmm. I wouldn't say even like a set reason. Like, this is why we don't have a lot of females. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. life just happens. And it's unfortunate in that sense. But I'm definitely, you know, proud to hold down the Black and Brave name for the ladies for the meantime. Catching me all over. So <laughs> I'm carrying that load all. I'm happy to do it. No doubt. No better person to do it, right? Always, always. If I toot my own horn a little bit too much, I'm not going to be able to fit through the door. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you. Well, obviously, you, uh, go ahead. This is uh, obviously, uh, as you know, a pretty big time for women's wrestling, right? Um, not just in in the big TV promotions, but of course we have the Making Towns Classic coming up um, in a few months, right? And uh, a lot of the lesser known promotions are, are going to great lengths to feature women more. Um, what's what's your impression of where women's wrestling is today? Uh, I couldn't even express to you how happy and how full of joy my heart is when we talk about women's wrestling because. 
back in the day when I was growing up, I was, you know, and while I don't hate on it by any means, and I don't want anybody to take it in that way, but uh, we did have, like, the bra and panty matches. We had, like, the pillow fights, mm. and that's all fine and dandy, because I understand that back then, uh, female wrestling was more of a commodity, and now it's taken more of, like, an athletic form, a more competitive form, and... In the end, as someone who's very competitive, that's something that's more appealing to me. So mm-hmm. um, I was even speaking to my trainer about this, Merrick, uh, a few days ago about how it's just an awesome time to be a women's wrestler. And I feel like that hasn't always been the case, if I may say so myself. Yeah. But now, especially, like, I'm just super pumped. I'm just super stoked. And again, I'm just super happy to be a part of it. And just even getting to work with, like, big names, small names, getting to wrestle where I can, I just... I don't know. I just think it's awesome. I'm a fan at heart, so nothing short of happiness on my end in regards to women's wrestling where it's at right now. And it's only up from here. That's the best part. So That's right. Exactly. I mean, we're definitely moving in the right direction as far as equality and women wrestling isn't just a one-off match type of thing on promotions or and or maybe no matches at all. I mean, Nova Pro's hosting their first um, all women show tomorrow, which is going to be great. Uh, but a lot of promotions and thing and um, organizations are making strides in the right direction to give women the platform they deserve. I mean, you you guys are just as hard harder workers, or maybe even harder um, out there to prove that you can do what you can do in the ring that any other person could do as well. I mean, again, you're four ten and completely great matches uh, from what I've seen online. Um, working spots that maybe even work to your advantage of being short, but nonetheless, they're, they're, they're clean, uh, great, greatly executed. I mean, and, you know, it's just it's just a good time to be alive in independent wrestling um, with so many promotions coming out of nowhere and um, great matches and sort of say, you could say dream combinations, it, um, intergender matches, all types of crazy things and, and incitement is coming. It's just cool that women are getting the respect that they deserve. Yeah, no doubt. I completely agree. And uh, it's funny that you touched on intergender matches because for the majority of my training while I was training, I did a lot of intergender stuff. Uh, There was uh, another girl in my class. She's not currently wrestling that I forgot to mention earlier. She's probably going to kick me for it later. But (laughs) uh, her name is Gigi and she's six foot tall. She's a six foot tall ginger. She's jacked to the gills. Scary. And she actually faced Lady Luck in her first match um, last May or so. And she hasn't wrestled since then due to, you know, like some personal issues, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, all the good vibes out to her, too. But um, since she was so big, it was a little tough for me to be like, hey, let's do some stuff. So uh, we had this guy in my class. He was a little bit smaller. He was the smallest guy in the class. I would always run my spots with him and shout out to him because I racked him. So many times, <laughs> bless his heart. I always said I was going to get him a fruit basket, and I never did. But one day, <laughs> he's going to get that fruit basket for all that. <laughs> all that. It's on, it's on the you. internet, so that's, 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 that's in, in blood now. All right. I'm going to shout him out. I'm going to give him a name drop. All right, Mr. Jose, beautiful boy out in Berwyn, Illinois. I'm going to get you that fruit basket. It's going to happen one of these days, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally have to ask you, you are very good on wordplay and – um it's by no coincidence that I think that you're also just very lyr- lyrically good. Do you 
do you have any other type of hobbies or passion outside of wrestling that may involve <laughs> music or writing or poetry or anything of that sort? Oh my God, I'm so glad he brought this up because this is something that actually came to light up in the Black and Brave house and during training. And it's just, it, it got a pop out of Seth himself, which is, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, it turns out in high school, I had a dream because I feel like I've always been a super ambitious person, almost to a fault. But um, uh, in high school, I had a setup in my bathroom in my tiny little house with a studio and a microphone, and I always thought I was going to be the next Nicki Minaj. I was ready to take the world by storm. <laughs> I was ready to, you know, become a rapper. So I actually, this is for shoot, I have a mixtape on SoundCloud from when I was 15 years old, and it is still on there, you know. I'm not going to give you the name, but uh, that, <laughs> that mixtape came to light because the guys here at the house thought I was joking when I was like, no, fam, like, I have a mixtape. You all know what's my <laughs> mixtape on SoundCloud? So we heard it. It was not good. <laughs> I can tell you right now, <laughs> not good at all. But um, we showed it to both Seth and both to Merrick, and their collective reaction was just – Jesus Christ, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> so uh, I can't say that I didn't try to make my foray into the world of music, but you know, maybe it's good. Maybe it's better that I'm doing the whole wrestling thing instead. So I'm very glad that you asked that because any chance to plug my terrible mixtape, you know, I'll do it any day. <laughs> well, that wasn't really my direction, but nonetheless, <laughs> I, I mean, I can see how you um, go about with your promos and being able to do it off the top. And, and, and actually, you know, that's a term, that that's a pop culture turn that a lot of people may not even understand what that actually means. But when you're over, when you're able to go off the top, I mean, you automatically get street cred when it comes down to rap battles or just being able to kick a freestyle at the lunch table, whatever it may be. So when I when I was when I was hearing that in interviews, I was just like, hold on, hold on, <laughs> there's something else here that I don't think other people are picking up on. And she's like lyrically really good in her promos. <laughs> like these punchlines are coming out and. Yes, I get the whole gist of the promo, but like take away whoever you're talking about and you're dropping bars. So <laughs> That's what like... I do, fam. Dropping <laughs> bars. Riding in cars. Let's go. Like I, I would love to have too. you on commentary. Whew. Oh no, you won't want that. I promise. You do not want that. Goodness. That would be a hot mess. <laughs> a dumpster fire of epic proportions. <laughs> <laughs> But for sure, like, uh, when I do cut promos, I do prefer to do them off the dome because I feel like they come off more genuine that way. I know when I try to write them out or when I try to give myself, you know, like, oh, this is what I'm going to say here. Then I'm going to say this. Then, you know, I'm going to come for you, brother, and beat you up like that. That isn't real to me. And I feel like, especially with the people, that real recognizes real 100% of the time. So uh, whether it be, like, in front of people, live on a mic at a show or like a pre-tape promo, you know, everything is coming from the soul off the dome because, you know, that's how we got to do out here. We got to represent. <laughs> Not there. Uh, I, I think the last thing I wanted to just quickly ask you about, I was looking at your Instagram uh, a little bit earlier today. Can you uh, talk a little bit about what goes into your attire? I see you always rock the bandana, of course, right? And, um, I see you get, you uh, rock the the plaid a little bit as well. What what kind of goes into that? Is that just something that um, just fits with? I mean, I know your character is you, right? But um, how much thought goes into that, or is it just something natural to you? Um, honestly, I didn't really put that much thought into it. Uh, to be honest, I wanted something that was not only unique, but something that no one, uh, I would say, like, female-wise has ever done before. Because I know there's a lot of incredibly great 
awesome, talented, hardworking Hispanic female girls out there who are working the independents, who are on TV. And I wanted to be something different. I didn't just want to be, you know, like generic Hispanic female, mm-hmm. what's up, what's good kind of thing. So, um, in fact, I believe it was my debut match ever in the history of the world. It was at Rise 3 in Berwyn. And I got a tweet that someone sent me. And it was a picture of me in the ring cutting a promo. And the caption was, what the heck happened to Conan? (laughs) 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 It was the greatest thing I had ever heard. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. So, I mean, they were coming for me. But I took it as a compliment. I was like, yeah, but... uh, I'm rocking Conan, the Conan collection, but uh, definitely, and also, like, low-key, those flannels are super cheap, so, like, my mm. gear cost isn't, like, that expensive, so <laughs> that's always good, that puts more money back into my pocket, you know, chasing checks, that's what you gotta do, so, hey. um, yeah, man, and also, like, the the plaid, I have it in variety of different colors, I pretty much have a plaid and a matching bandana in every color of the rainbow, so... In any show that I might be at, I could be, you know, rocking a yellow, rocking a red, rocking a pink. You'll never know. It's like a bag of Skittles. I'm not even going to lie. I am. Your on closets must be identical. And I had to change because I thought you was going to think it was cheesy. The fact that I had on a red and black, um, (laughs) a red black flannel earlier. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to change that. Oh, Literally. not at all. I would have been like, hey, I like your fashion. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. Something. I mean, I have so many red and black ones. It's ridiculous. Every time I see one, it's like, oh, wow, that one's nice. Not even realizing that. I already have you and your cousins, a billion other ones in there already. <laughs> so, um, so I was going to ask something else. Uh, okay. So about to the lyrical thing, too. Do you, do you actually look? to any artists i know you said something about Nicki minaj earlier but do you actually look to any artists as far as maybe motivation or sort of say a style of wordplay in order to help use or um better uh better you know approve your bars and as far as helping you with your promos oh for sure definitely like Nicki is one just you know her style her sass even a little bit of you know seduction if you will even though I'm like the most non-seductive person ever but also a big inspiration that I take is Big Sean I love Big Sean's lyricism just in almost everything that he does you know it has a little quick witty yeah to it and especially his last album that I listen to almost every day I'm a huge Big Sean fan me too me too yeah um that's why I was just so keen to it because I mean I'm like when we talk about like favorite rappers and favorite artists. I mean, I'm, I'm a big lyricist type of person. So like Big Sean, Lupe Fiasco, um, Eminem, Ludacris, people like that are who I'm like really, really keen to. Cause it's mm-hmm. just, I love, I love punchlines. And then I was just listening to your promos. I was just like, wait a minute. Like this, it doesn't feel like anyone else, which is weird. And I mean, you know, maybe other people, they, they prepare for their promos or write them down, however it may be. And, you know, some people may story tell, um, but I'm more of the punchline type of person, like build up to something and then nail it. So Exactly. Exactly. And I like to throw a little witty reference here and there that, and if you get it, awesome. And if you don't, yeah. then it sounds cool anyway. So <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I'm also a, a big fan of Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is one of my big guys too. So shout outs to Kendrick all day. <laughs> 
I mean, you do got the whole West Coast appeal. So, you know, I, I was a little surprised. When I was like, okay, New Mexico makes sense. But I was just like, yeah, I guarantee she's from the Bay Area before I did any bit of research. <laughs> <laughs> just just, just off of a tire. I was like, West Coast all day. Um, so um, I think that pretty much covers everything I had to ask. So, Dr. M, did you have anything else you wanted to? Or we get out of here for the night? Uh, no, I think uh, I think we hit on all, all a lot of points tonight. Uh, anything you wanted to share with us, Valentina? Oh, just thanks you guys for having me. I appreciate it. I definitely oh, no appreciate doubt. any opportunity to get myself out there and get the good word of us Black and Brave kids out there. Because you know, I like to think it's not just me on this journey, but it's all of us on this journey. So taking them with me, That's spreading right. the good word. We're out here in Iowa land with all the corn and. <laughs> what not I was trying to think of what else is here but no just corn <laughs> so yeah. um, so again uh, before we get out of here definitely uh, take time to you know where can people find you your upcoming shows and um, anything else you have going on okay for sure um, you can find me on all social medias is the same handle. It's going to be S West Spitfire because I am the Southwest Spitfire all day every day and then also you can catch me at SCW Pro tomorrow, Dubuque, Iowa. Going to smash Rain Victoria in a pretty little face. Always a good time. And then also, you know, shout out to the Making Towns Classic for including your girl for the time that I could be there. I wish I could be there, but, you know, things happen, definitely. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got, and thank you guys for having me. Without a doubt. Thank you uh, again for coming on. Uh, we have to do this again. Um, you're just taking off in the career. Things are only going to get bigger and better. Uh, don't forget about us. Uh, we definitely <laughs> need to plug that right now. <laughs> Most definitely. I'm always around. Always around to do some things. So hit me yeah. up. <laughs> and I, I know who I can uh, definitely reach out to when uh, new mixtapes of uh, some of our favorite artists are dropped. So uh, definitely yeah. prepare to hear that. But again, um, again, you heard her social media is definitely step over to her page, give her a follow, a like, all that. Um, watch the careers is taking off. I mean, again, she's in great company coming from such a high prestigious school in the Black and Brave, uh, which is uh, Seth Rollins camp, who's frequently there because people already always ask that. That um, is the main question that I get yeah. every single time when they hear, oh, Black and Brave is Seth really there? I'm like, yes, yeah. he probably sees me much more than he would like. <laughs> all the time so you know you, you're thinking about you know considering you're coming from that and um you know working with other promotions such as rise and shimmer um considering all of the the, the mo most talented women all over the world has been through those gyms so um and you know being able to get invites from other um upcoming promotions and events such as the make it town classic i mean it's only taken off for you here so um for people that may not have seen you work now, I've, I'm sure by the end of the year, they will know who you are. So That's um, the plan, brother. We're kicking down <laughs> the door. 2018, we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Big Obel Podcast. Thanks for everyone tuning in. We will catch you guys um, for our next show. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you very much. Bless up. Bless up. <laughs>